Welcome back to this week's episode of Buckeye Blitz. I am your host, Josh, with my co-host, Dustin, as always. Dustin, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> this is actually our second time recording this, full disclosure. <laughs> uh, the first time, our computer just randomly froze. So, um, Actually, last year we did, a, we did a double take one time. Full episode. Full episode, yeah, you're right. And that sucked. <laughs> that sucked. But this one was only three minutes in, mm-hmm. so not too bad. It's always when we do well, too, that that's when we have to restart it. <laughs> it's, just, it's divine intervention, it is. as some would say. But All right, it, so what's the best thing about being 6-0? and <laughs> The chance to be 7-0. and There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so how's your week been? How's you enjoying this nice fall weather? Yeah. Um, the week just started today. Today's Monday. Um, sucks so far. I work all day mm. in class, but the weather was awesome. Yeah, it was. It beautiful. was super cold. I felt like it's. Mm. I, I felt it was colder than it would be in a few months. You know, yeah. like if it was fifty-five degrees in a few months, it would be t-shirt weather. But it was fifty-five <laughs> degrees now. Yeah, so we just cold, weren't like, prepared dude. for it. Yeah, definitely. It was very cold. How about you? Yeah, I loved the weather. It was a little cold, but I really loved it. Um, it just made me feel like this is truly fall, and I. Fall's my favorite month, but I feel like it's always I my mean, favorite season, but it's not always the shortest season because once it gets, it gets too cold too quick and it right. stays warm too, too long. long. <laughs> it's true. So, like, you only get football, true, true football weather month, for, yeah, definitely. Um, that's when you got prime football, you know, and everything, and the prime weather. If only Thanksgiving was in fall, and not in October. And, be, and you have the most the amount of sports because you mm-hmm. have playoff baseball, NFL football, college football, NBA hockey, starts, hockey starts, NBA starts, and I'm sure some other sports are in there too. Definitely. But that's like the only sport, only month of the year you get all five. Yeah, I think college football starts up soon too. I mean, college basketball. I was gonna say. College. I meant college basketball. <laughs> I think November. I Is think it November? Start, I think so. I don't know though. I thought that sometimes they start before. They might. The NBA does. So that'll be. Well, I know the NBA starts at the end of October too. Mm-hmm. So. You're right. If they do start before, then we're good. Well, I guess it, it, the first game is November 5th. so Close enough. Mm. Yeah, so October's a great month for sports and weather. Yeah. That was the recap of that. <laughs> so um, we figured this week, uh, we're, this is our bye week, yep. so we're going to just do a quick rundown of the Michigan State game, uh, which was a great game for sure. Uh, do Just talk about that, our favorite moments and whatnot. And then uh, we've already kind of – Touched on a lot of things that we would normally have saved for uh, the bye week, but we didn't want to kind of pound it uh, over your head with the, this week. So we're just going to do kind of like a little discussion about this season in general, how it's been, how we feel about it and everything. And then we'll just kind of uh, do a quick short one and hope yeah. you enjoy that. It's kind of short, and uh, this is all our fall break this week, so we figured give you a little fall break too, and then maybe uh, we'll touch on maybe some more like recruiting or uh, season in general stuff next week uh, and t- on top of the preview of the Northwestern game. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a nice, light re- uh, listen for you guys, and, and hopefully it'll get you through uh, the, the bye week. Definitely. So where do you want to start? Favorite game moments? Yeah, so um, well, how was the game for you? Uh, the game was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a blackout, blackout. Uh, and a night, and both of those were absolutely perfect. I they brought out the fireworks, which was really nice. The, mm. the fireworks were awesome. The band was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. As the always. whole stadium just chanting USA. That was yeah. really cool. Uh, for the guy, for everyone that wasn't at the game, uh, you suck. Because no, <laughs> I know that they don't always. Uh, it's hard sometimes to find footage of the band performance, but they did a space race thing between USA and Russia, talk uh, doing. 
uh, basically like a live rendition of what it looked like. <laughs> it was a 50-year anniversary. Yeah, so it was really cool. Uh, uh, like USA beating Russia and then USA blasting off and then going to the moon. They even had uh, uh, basically like a formation of Neil Armstrong planting the flag on the moon. It was an all-timer. It really was. It really it was, was an all-timer. Was, I think it was definitely one performance that I'll remember down the Forever. line, yeah. When I think back on the band and everything, it was perfect. It really was super cool, and they even brought out smoke for the the rocket taking off, yeah. and like it was, they just went all out for mm-hmm. it. And I sent it to my grandpa who went here in the seventies, and he was like, "That brought a tear to my eye," you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was going to be a good one. You, you, I felt the goosebumps all the time. You know, just yeah. chanting USA and watching that. It, it, the whole stadium just getting into something where they, even Michigan State fans, you know, you can agree on that. Like oh, yeah. it's always great. It was, it was really awesome. But I have a really funny game story if you want me to tell you really quick. All right, go ahead. So um, I sit in Blocko South. For those of you who don't know, um, and it takes forever to get in the game, like 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I remember the UC game, it took me literally a half an hour to get in. Because of the wristbands and everything? Yeah, they double check, they double scan your ticket, and they mm. give you a wristband. So it literally takes forever, you know? And I walk up, cut so many people, but I didn't really mean to, but I did. <laughs> so I, I kind of accidentally cut. And <laughs> Shame. I know. And some guy came up to me and he's like, He's like, hey, man, will you take five bucks if you let me cut you? And I was like, absolutely. Like, what is it going to cost me? An extra yeah, two seconds and five bucks. He had it cash. I took it, put it in my wallet, a cop saw. So he came up, and he's like, hey, buddy, you can't cut. Get to the back of the line. And the dude looks at him, and he's like, what the, he's like, where's my five bucks? And I'm like, sorry, man. Like, it's already in my wallet. You know? It all happened within, like, 15 seconds. It was literally hilarious. And I was like... Cool. Went to Target afterwards mm. and got a Gatorade. Because you know when you're in the, after the game, yeah. how thirsty you are? Mm. Oh, my God, how thirsty you get. I, I got a Gatorade and just just slammed it. <laughs> and I had money to spare afterwards yeah. because of that guy. And I even bought a tea, too, and I had more money. So nice. shout out to that guy. I have no idea who you are, but thanks for the free five bucks. <laughs> he hooked you up. He hooked me <laughs> up. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, <laughs> I, it's literally I, the easiest money I've ever expected, made. Yeah. No, literally the easiest money I've ever made. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was awesome. I had a lot of friends come in from homecoming. Some guys that graduated, so we got to see a lot of really old friends, or older friends. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it. Sorry, guys. If you're <laughs> They're not really old. Mm-hmm. They're only graduated, so pretty old. Yeah, um, yeah it was awesome. Uh, tailgating was ho- it was was a lot of fun, and it was just a great atmosphere all around. Nice. Good to hear, man. Um, my game was pretty normal. Uh, I loved just the atmosphere in general. Like honestly, um, the this game like it, it set in in the first game I went to, but this game it set in even more knowing that that was gonna be my last night game that I'm gonna be at as a student and everything. Will they flex Wisco? I doubt it. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a. Chance, I think they would already have done that if they were yeah, going to. I don't know. I know it's, that they were talking about it though. Mm, so I don't know. It's it's weird, but um, I definitely like uh, it. Set in for me. I didn't uh, even think about time. that until now. So um, thanks for thanks for ruining my uh, my afternoon because I <laughs> I didn't even thought of that yet. It, it's upsetting. Uh oh. Oh sorry. Oh, we're watching we're watching the Browns game. Odell with the first pass. play of the game. Odell. <laughs> 15-yard pass. Shout out Odell, man. Yeah, we're both I like, like Freddie just, like, going guns blazing on the first play. Yeah. All-white unis. They're kind of sick. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't think this is too bad, right? Because that was a prob- probably most people are uh, Cleveland fans. You know, yeah. there's, there's no bias in that. Yeah. And if you are, nah. you should get on the America's America's team bandwagon. I mean, we're going we're going big time with the Browns. Right. All right, but to get back to it, um, the, game the game itself. Yeah, the game itself. So I was super worried. You know, when the first uh, first possession, we get it, and it's like negative 15 yards. You mm-hmm. know, we have to punt, and I'm like. Here we go. I know yeah. I say it every week, but I'm mm. like, here we go. Just because I'm so start, used. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that game. I'm waiting for that game to Ohio State doesn't come out. <laughs> just nothing clicks, yeah. Yeah, nothing clicks. And I'm like, here we go. You know, and like Drew Crispin didn't play at all last game, essentially, until the mm. fourth quarter. And very first possession gets a gets a punt, you yeah. know. And then, you know, we, we pick off the ball. I'm like, let's go. Like, that's so hype. Mm-hmm. We, we pick it off in the red zone. We f- they fumble it and we cover it. Or, or fumble, yeah, yeah, sorry. Fumble recovery. Fumble recovery. So they had negative in the yards. Red zone. We had no yards. <laughs> in the red zone, mm-hmm. and we don't score because we missed a field goal. Yep. That we, was that was really depressing. It was they, really like deflating. The they get the ball way. back. We pick it off, right? That's when we pick no, it we off? No, f- we fumble recovery again. Okay, fumble recovery again. <laughs> And we're we in the red zone again. Had one interception. That was like till later than the game. Yeah. So so we're in the red zone again, and all we do is get a field goal out of it. Yep. So now it's <laughs> almost the end of the first quarter, and our offense still isn't going. We had s- yeah, we had yeah. negative yards. We yeah. should, at this point, I think we had negative yards still. We, we got through sixteen plays with sixteen yards. Yeah, and three points, mm-hmm. and two red zone appearances. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so bad, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, oh, crap, here we go, you yeah. know? So we just kind of, like, the first quarter just went fast, and we got through it. We were up 3 nothing. We got through it. We had two phone calls, nothing. And then all of a sudden, the second quarter, it comes. Bro. And we were just like, let's run the ball. Because, you know, I don't know why we didn't think about it before. They chilled like, out the first quarter. The first two drives, we literally out. threw the ball every single play. Like, it was yeah. so annoying. We gave the ball to J.K., what happens? We Good scored things. 24 points in the freaking second quarter. We are a second quarter team. Yeah. <laughs> I know people say a second half team. No, we're a second quarter yeah. team. <laughs> and I, I was listening to somebody talk the other day, and they were talking about how uh, oh, they were talking about how the difference between uh, Ryan Day and Urban Meyer kind of is that um, Ryan Day really makes great adjustments to the in, end game, you know? Yeah, he does. And and Urban Meyer isn't really a huge X and O guy. Yeah, he, he he's I feel like he's not really much of a he doesn't he he's a game manager in the aspect of acknowledging the um everything that's going on like he, he's good with calling the timeouts for the most part, making decisions. Good like, game manager. So for the most part he's like pretty good with the fourth down calls. I mean, he got he, a little ballsy towards the end of his career. He's a good motivator. Yeah, he, he definitely no doubt about that. Good at he's, keeping his guys accountable. He always says how he's the special teams technically right. guy. He like he's not much of like offense defensive like specialty guy. Where I think that that's like where it's really come in uh to really help Ryan Days that he is our offensive guy and he's been able to help and he honestly like we have the best defensive guys in each position too which helps him to rely on right. that and not have to worry about the defense at all he I even like I mean even with all the subs and everything he was relying completely on I was watching it was completely relying on the defensive line coach you know like it was his decisions and everything I I, I mean like he's really doing well at acknowledging his strengths and acknowledging his weaknesses and delegating it to fix his de- weaknesses and everything yeah I mean that's like the, the those biggest, those I, like, in-game adjustments between yeah. the first and the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Like we literally look like a different team, and then we looked even better again in the th- second half. You know, like there was some defensive faults, but no matter what, whenever they were gaining yards, 
I never felt like it was like there was like it was always on a drive that was just like three fluke big plays. They would randomly just cut us up. Yeah, they they were never like just ran like they weren't just like beating us down the field or yeah. like, like they weren't just like turning out first downs or anything like that. They just had like that one drive where they scored the touchdown. It was literally three nice plays in a row. Big plays. Mm. Yeah, and I actually was talking to somebody yesterday about the Ohio State team. He's a Michigan fan. Mm. And he likes Ohio State, too. He's, he lives in Columbus, yeah. so he, he like likes Ohio State, but he's a Michigan fan. Mm. Or at least he acknowledges how good Ohio State is. And he was talking to me about like Greg Schiano, and he's like, the best thing Ohio State did this year is kind of get rid of Greg Schiano. Yeah. Just because his defense is so... Old school. And just so confusing. Mm. He, he doesn't know his, anything about a secondary, it seems like. His neighbor, his mm. his neighbor was the linebacker is the linebacker's coach or was linebacker's mm. coach. Um and he said that remember last year how bad our linebackers were? Mm. He said that, hey, like he was telling Brad, the guy I know, he's like, I got all this flack about our linebackers not playing well. He's like, dude, they don't even know what they're doing. He's mm. like, I coached in the NFL for twenty five years. And these guys, and we didn't even make we didn't make NFL vets do the kind of stuff they were doing on Ohio yeah. State, you know. And he's like, he's like the best thing we ever did was simplify it, you know. Mm. And I, now they're now they're running simple coverages, simple assignments, and you can just tell that they're playing fast, playing hard. And like if they make a mistake, at least they're making it fast. Yeah, and I mean like we always knew our defensive line was good. It was good even w- before we always knew that our linebackers had talent especially with their experience where we put them into their into bad situations like you were saying by making them be dude a Pete, pass coverage guys when they're not I swear Pete Werner was like 180 pounds last year now he's huge <laughs> he is he, he, is he jacked up uh, big time and they're just letting them play like the they, they, the way they know and they're putting like in the secondary I think it's the biggest difference in our defense from last year to this year. Like, they go out there, and they literally look like the best unit sometimes in our games. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, last, like, this game, they looked amazing, I thought, personally. I mean, like, they had, like, the running back kind of cut them up a little bit, but... That was weird. It was, because he, he was, like, he just kept getting a lot of, like, nice open passes, but, but they were, like... he was, like, like kind of playing special. downfield a little bit. Yeah. He's pretty good, I think. He is. So, I don't think it was, like, necessarily because we were playing bad. They just noticed that that's their strength and, right. like, how they could beat us. And I mean that's what you like wasn't expect like my obviously my prediction was huge and like not I didn't fully expect like 100% that that was going to happen that huge blowout but at the same time they still are a good team they were ranked for a reason there's a reason that they uh came in there and they were ready for us so they have a good coach has been coaching for a long time um so I mean it's just what it is you know yeah um what what do we got here next uh you got some uh, buckeye news for us yeah, um, real quick, I just want to talk about uh, JK Monster yeah. game. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we literally like said here, win us this game, and he did. Not that we ever would have lost it without him, but he definitely was my MVP. Uh, Jordan Fuller, that was an insane interception. Should have had the touchdown, in my opinion. Um, I didn't see like the exact block that they called the illegal block on. Um, yeah, me either. But it was still should have won that. Uh, should have had that touchdown. Like there were so many miscues that OSU had that we should have blown them out even more, and yet we still beat them by twenty four. Like which is a big deal because it was more than the spread. Like we were so right. like, No matter what, twenty four is a big deal. You know, so that's why the fact that no one thought of us as a worst team at all. It just kind of proved us. Like proved better. Like even we were just kind of critical of ourselves as people that watch us every week. We noticed that. There, there were some miscues. We should have scored a lot more, personally, I thought. I mean, we had a, that 
pick six that should have put us up to 41, like which would have been insane beating them 41 to 10. Right. And we should have had more still. Like there was a couple, like that field goal should have been 45 10. Like it, it's crazy how much we could have beat them by. And we could still get we, better, which is crazy. We shot ourselves in the back. But, and like on top of it too, Justin Fields talked about after the game, like we literally just went into the game. Did exactly what we scripted and didn't make adjustments really much at all. That's what he said, which like, is crazy. Yeah, like which kind of almost like he said we didn't did make really any adjustments. That? Like, yeah, he's like we didn't do any adjustments. <laughs> we just executed. Yeah, which is like just shows how good this team is. Right, and it's it was it was a really fun game mm-hmm. to watch just because I really thought that they were going to give Ohio State a harder time than they than they had, especially yeah. after the first quarter. You know, I thought they kind of exposed Justin Fields. Do you agree? In what I, way? Just I don't. I, he holds onto the ball still too long. I, I did. He had three sacks. I think it was. He had his first pick, which was upsetting. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it had was, to come it was at some come. point. It had yeah. to come at some point. You're, if you're playing not to throw picks, I'm not saying that he mm-hmm. was, but if you are playing not to throw picks, like it was a weird play in my opinion, where he rolled out really to weird. the side, the right. stopped, and then threw to the opposite side of the field. It just like wasn't meant really to be putting him in a really good position. To complete that pass, I don't know. I just felt, in my opinion, in a game where we threw like twenty something passes, he only had two hundred six yards. He had like uh, seventy. I mean, no, no, he had like a fifty to sixty completion percentage or something like that. And, like with the seventy eight uh, QBR, it, was, it just wasn't great overall. Because I expected him to have a better passing game because of the fact that they are a top rushing team and were and yeah. like and I thought we were gonna have to pass more because of that. But I don't know. I mean, I think it just is it good, though, that he has that kind of a bad game where hopefully he kind of realizes that and picks it up next week and can improve off of that for sure. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and but our but our running game was really what, what held us down, and we already kind of talked about that. But um, Yeah, so sorry. Let's get into Buckeye news. Um, in general, um, it was a pretty lackluster week i mean when you have alabama and clemson the top two teams just both out for that week mm-hmm. it's you can't get a whole lot of out of that um shout out to joey bosa real quick um, yeah i don't like it because it's against the browns but he uh pressured baker mayfield and caused him to throw a pick screw him but also shout out to him <laughs> <laughs> we love him <laughs> um but uh still uh solid games between auburn and florida I didn't honestly personally I expected Auburn to get that win because of the fact that Florida still doesn't like doesn't have their number one quarterback. And they didn't even look good. No, they didn't. It it just they kind of ex- they just showed they had a, a solid defense and just exposed how, exposed how bo- badly Bo Nix actually is. Right. Um so I think that Florida still isn't as great so they jumped up to 7, but I think that when they play LSU, LSU will sh- shut them up and kind of sh- bring them back down to that level. Because you still need a quarterback in college football to win, and they don't really have a great quarterback still. That kid that I think – what's their quarterback's name? Do you remember? This new guy or yeah. the one that got hurt? Because I don't remember. The one I don't, that played yesterday. I'm not sure. I think, I'm pretty sure he was committed to Ohio State. Name. I'm almost positive. But, yeah, we were watching the Auburn-Florida uh, game. Wasn't super interesting. The Michigan-Iowa game wasn't interesting. At all. Uh, I mean, it's good for us because of the fact that Michigan got to bump up to 16, which is good for our future schedule yeah, and everything. Yeah. But the thing that sucks about Michigan is they still have to play Penn State and Michigan State, who they could possibly Georgia was to. down 14 nothing to yeah, that was crazy because it sucks. 43-14. Mm-hmm. SMU and uh, Tulsa game was pretty good, actually. Sorry, I mean, no, no, yeah. Um, that was actually a pretty good game, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I watched that one in double overtime or triple overtime. I can't remember, but um, what's well, yeah, Kyle what's, Trask is the Florida quarterback. No, the other one. The other Florida quarterback. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw somebody else in there. Emory Jones. Emory Lucas Jones. Cool. Yeah, that's who I saw in there, mm-hmm. and I'm almost positive he committed to Ohio State and decommitted. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting thing. I guess we'll have to look into that uh, if we can. But, um, yeah, uh, the big game, too, that kind of uh, that was talked about because it was a Friday night. Uh, yeah, Friday night. Uh, Cincinnati went in uh, on their first time at their new uh, field with the new uh, design of their field with the, wi- the wild, uh, not the this Wildcats. Not real. Is that real? No. Oh, damn. They they got that was fake. <laughs> I got tricked. I didn't look into it, I just saw the picture and kept scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was fake news. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched that game because I actually bet for the first time ever on uh UCF and of course they lost after winning thirteen straight conference games. Yeah, and they uh that was a big for OSU. Nineteen straight, I'm sorry, brought, nineteen straight. It brought Cincinnati back into the top twenty five. They're up at twenty five now. And it was pretty big for us because it kind of uh, makes it, our forty-two to nothing win a little bit more meaningful. Win. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I didn't really want um, what I say. Emory Jones decommits from Ohio State. Yeah, you're right. Twenty seventeen. Yep. Good job on you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Appreciate that. Yeah, he decommitted and then went to Florida. I mean, he's still a backup, so I guess we made a we, good thing he decommitted. He probably wouldn't have played for us. Um, still isn't playing for Florida, though, and he's right. like the third-string guy there. But anyways, um, yeah, that was a good win for Cincinnati. Um, and then, uh, but the, the Florida-Auburn game was big, obviously. Um, so overall, uh, it allowed us to jump up to three because we proved our first, it was our first game where we got to prove ourselves. Against a ranked team. Exactly, and we played pretty, uh, pretty well overall. You know UC's about to be ranked, though, right? Yeah, they're at 25. They're at 25 now? Okay. Cincinnati, yeah. So we're now tied for third with Georgia, which is pretty nice. We have more first-place votes than Georgia, which is also nice. Um, I'm just i glad that they're continuing to acknowledge that we're right up there with Clemson and Auburn, uh, Alabama. I mean, and I think that they'll always be above us until one of them loses just because of the stupid preseason rankings that had uh, had them above us and everything. But the CFP poll comes out. Uh, after week seven, uh, sounds about right. Probably, I think it's either week seven or week eight. Mm-hmm. But it kind of sucks because we're going to be coming off of a bye week, yeah. so that we won't have that hype there. You know. But I wouldn't be surprised if we, we were put at two. Really? I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I could see us three still. I would be. It just surpri- depends on how they feel about. Um, it just depends on how they feel about Clemson, I guess. I know? would be surprised if we were at anything above three or four, just yeah. because I know that uh, Bama. And Oklahoma, I think, play next week. Is that true? I know Bama does. Bama plays. I'm, I don't think Bama plays a big game, but Oklahoma plays Texas, which will be big for Oklahoma. If Oklahoma beats Texas, right, then that could be really. That's big That's why I think for they them. might be two, and Bama's just going to stay at one because they're Bama. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but I just think that like if if Clemson comes out and just wrecks this, the team that they play this week and shows up and proves that they're still a good team even after the North Carolina game, then I think that I could see them still being number two above us and everything. But we'll see. Um, but in the NFL, uh, just some guys I wanted to shout out real quick. Mike shout Thomas out. went c- completely off, had off. 10 catches, 182 yards, and two touchdowns. 
And fantasy wise, it was only the second uh, was the second highest score still behind Will Fuller, who just had uh, an insane game. Just a crazy day. Carlos Hyde had a t- big touchdown for the um, Texans and Marshawn Lattimore. Just to continue with the New Orleans Buckeyes, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, completely shut down Mike Evans. He had Mike Evans had only three targets and zero catches. Zero catches. He shadowed him throughout the whole game and had absolutely nothing. After Mike Evans just had a huge game, uh, two huge games in a row now, and then even Ted Ginn got a touchdown to get on on the uh, New Orleans Buckeye action. Yep. Um, who else had a big week this week? Well, Nick Bosa is playing right now, mm-hmm. and he's he's already taken advantage of the, of uh, the Browns' bad offensive line. Yeah. Garyon Conley, he had oh a big pick at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I saw he picked off uh, Chase Daniels to pretty much seal off that game. Yeah. Um, and we also have some big news uh, for the OSU guys. Uh, J.K. Dobbins was named Offensive Player of the Game, and the also uh, Thayer Mun- Munford was also named uh, Offensive Player of the Game for uh, OSU. And then the Defensive player of the g- Players of the Game were Sean Wade. He had a sack, a pass breakup, a quarterback hurry, assisted tackle, and five solo tackles. And then the, also Jayshon Cornell was also the Defensive Player of the, a player of the Game. Uh, defensive tackle had a sack, tackle for loss, three solo tackles. And the special teams guys, yeah. Drew Christman and Chris Olave, the only two guys you could really pick. You can't pick Blake Habiel because uh, he had a miss. <laughs> is, is, does Chris Olave have a nice beard now? It looks like it. It's pretty wow. nice. He looks a lot older. He doesn't look like a freshman. He looked so <laughs> young last year. He did. He, like It was weird because no, mo- normally you look at these guys and like, how are they a freshman? Or something? Right. And he literally looked like a freshman. He looked <laughs> lo- seriously so young. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, the week. This week, uh, as we said, uh, huge games with LSU in Florida and then Oklahoma and Texas. Those are literally two. Will go down as two of the most important games for the CFP at the yeah. end of the year. They'll be fun to watch too, especially mm-hmm. since Ohio State doesn't play. It'll give us some good content. Definitely, I'm looking forward to those. We'll definitely uh, talk more about those next week. I'm gonna do a Penn State bar review. All right, I'm Should, interested. Let's okay. see where you go. I'll, I'll pick five of them. Okay, four or five of them. If are you gonna like, do research? Or are you gonna ask like I'll, Penn State people? I'll I'll do both. Okay. I'll maybe go on Penn State's Reddit or something and kind of see what their five best are, and then I'll rank them, give them scores, and, and then compare them to an OSU bar. You know. Okay. So which which bar uh, are they most like? Mm-hmm. I like how, it. How did the Browns just got the ball back and now they're just punting it? Yeah, they punted it and now uh, we're punting it <laughs> real quick. They put they got us down at like the five yard line, so they were, we didn't they didn't give us a whole lot to work with. This game has already been bad, and it's only five minutes in. Yeah, shout out Browns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna run through some quick uh, uh, stats just to run down uh, look at just to look at the season so far for the Buckeyes. Um, overall, just individual stats uh, amongst the leaders in college football. Chase Young is currently second in sacks with eight and a half sacks. This is his, this, is, this was his lowest sack uh, game, but they did double team him and triple team him even sometimes yeah. a lot in that game, which allowed uh, other guys like Zach Harrison, uh, Tyreek Smith, I think had one, Sean Wade, Baron Browning, like a bunch oh, of no. people had sacks, just not Chase Young. Yeah, so, uh, nothing wrong with that. He's getting the Miles Garrett treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is the second running back in rushing yards. He's actually uh, 
80 rushing yards higher than Jonathan Taylor, which is kind of uh, awesome to see that. JK's, Jonathan Taylor has five more touchdowns, though. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor get, gets <laughs> all the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah all, where all the touchdowns. Justin Fields gets a lot of touchdowns. Like he has like what seven, seven or eight now, and then we also have a lot of passing touchdowns where literally Jonathan Taylor is. Wisconsin's offense. offense. Yeah. yeah. John Taylor has 12. Mm-hmm. Jake Adams has 7. But JK literally is awesome this year, and yet he's still 200 yards below the leader with Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> Chubba Hubbard. He's been uh, insane this year. He has been. For That's Oklahoma an awesome State. name. It is. Um, and then Damon Ornette, just a little shout out to him. He's uh, fourth in interception yards for his one interception, which was a pick yeah. six for 96 yards. Uh, team wise, we rank third in total team offense. We rank uh, 13th in total team defense, which is lower. We actually, that's our biggest difference. We were eight going into this game, and we dropped down to 13 now. But Penn State and Wisconsin are both in the top five. Mm-hmm. So uh, the big one uh, is scoring defense, which is just how much we allow our opponents to score per game. OSU is fourth with an average of 8.8, which is tied with Iowa, and the two teams above us are Penn State and Wisconsin, That's which is crazy. insane. The top four teams are all Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, only uh, Right below us at number five is Georgia, so those are all uh, and Penn State Wisconsin's two games we still have to play at home. Yeah. So that'll be huge. Um, what, I think yeah. people undervalue Wisconsin and Penn State still. Penn State's up to ten now. Has Wisconsin played an away game this year, or they just shut out all the people on their away games? I think they've shut out all the guys on their way. So at least one, because mm-hmm. they, yeah, so they they average seven point two ga- points per game at home and zero away. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So much better than last year. They were at twenty two point six per game last year. I mean, it kind of shows how great OSU's been in their games well, since, uh, since the first game because I uh, I think at twenty one and we're still our average is eight point eight. And uh, yeah, what, what? How much are, did we improve from last year? We were at from last. Year? We're at eight point eight this year, and last year we were at twenty five point five points per game. Crunching the numbers, crunching the numbers. Oh, what was you last year? Twenty five point five. Is that where we're at? That's where we were at last year. Keep going. Oh. Yeah, we were forty sixth ranked. We were tied with Miami of Ohio. Just goes to show how much we've improved with our defense. What is Michigan? In this year? Yeah, no, no, last year. 19.4, last 41. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we wrecked them. In the yeah, game. that's fine. They were probably a lot higher before they right. played us. Seriously. Um, and then in scoring offense, we are third behind LSU and Alabama with 49.3 average uh, points per game. And if you had to guess who leads the college football NCAA in uh, uh, margin of victory, who would you expect it to be? LSU. You are correct. Nice. LSU is leading with uh, an average margin of victory of 40.5 points. which oh, it's is us. Oh, I thought you said OSU. Oh, I said LSU. <laughs> yeah, OSU. OSU. <laughs> LSU gives out too much points still. Uh, They're fifth. Ohio State University. The Ohio State is number one in margin of victory at 40.5 points of margin wow. of victory. Which is awesome. Um, we were at 44 before the Michigan State game, so uh, we did drop a, lot, a little bit, but we were so far ahead that we still lead, and right behind us is Wisconsin with 37.6. And then Bama, then Penn State. So all yeah. the numbers are kind of pointing to a Penn State being a really good team. They are. Uh, they 
it's crazy too because they had that 17 to 10 game against Pittsburgh, yet they still have uh, a 31.5 av- mar- average. Well, the first game of the year they won by 70. Yeah, that, and we also won a game by. It was like 70. 79 and nothing, or whatever. So that that definitely uh, is an outlier there. It inflates <laughs> it a little bit, but. And then just a quick uh, shout out to some guys that are doing uh, awesome things throughout their career uh, in OSU franchise, I guess you could call it, um, rankings. First to start, we have J.K. Dobbins. Before this game, he was not even in the top 10 of rushing yards. He was 10. He was 10. 10. So he he was 10. Um, And now, after that game, he jumped all the way up to 7. And by the end, he's at 3,282 yards. So legit, by the end of the season, counting all the six rest of the games, the possible Big Ten Championship game, possible one or two bowl games, if he gets 700 more rushing yards, he passes Zeke as the number two all-time rusher. Which is crazy. It's absolutely insane. You don't even, like, when you think of J.K. Dobbins, you don't put him in that. Same category. Yeah, you don't. And just by the end of this, of the next game, he was almost guaranteed to be ranked number five. Yeah. He's 100 rushing yep. yards behind Beanie Wells, who's ranked number five right now. If he only needs 100 rushing yards, pass him. Yep, and by the end of the next two, two games, or three games, he'll probably pass Eddie George. And be third ranked, which is third. insane. Right. Because no one ever puts him in the same stratosphere of even Eddie George. Like, it's insane. It's just really crazy. And Eddie George had four seasons and was a Heisman. <laughs> True. So, um, and then to continue, KJ Hill, we talked about it going into the season. Uh, I, we both said that we think that he will definitely break the record. He started off a little slow, but then this past week he had seven catches in the uh, Michigan State game because he was our safety blanket. Oh, Justin Fields definitely relied on him a lot. Absolutely. Past and Chris Carter. Past Chris Carter, which is an awesome no. uh, thing to do. Um, he did pass Michael Jenkins Michael as well, Jenkins I believe. Well. Uh, Chris Carter was just the more... Uh, more notifiable guy, kind of bigger name guy, so they talked about that more. So now he's ranked second in uh, career receptions. He's still 20 away from David Boston, but that's still well in range for him to pass. Absolutely. So seven games less left minimum. Mm-hmm. So it's about yeah. We've already clinched point, the whole game. Two point nine a game. Mm-hmm. So he could do it. He's Definitely. absolutely going to do it. I think. Mm-hmm. And then last guy. Uh, Career-wise, we have Chase Young. He is now um, he is now ninth in career sacks at 21. And by the end of this next week, if he gets one and a half sacks, he instantly jumps up to tied for sixth. He would pass Tyquan Tyquan Lewis. Uh, he's at 21. He's but nobody five talks sacks about Tyquan Lewis being no, that high. I, I, I didn't even Me think either. of him being on there. Um, but he is only five sacks away from Joey Bosa, which he is still well in range for him. Absolutely. Which but, yeah, they don't even talk about him in the same stratosphere as Joey Bosa I, I don't, until this that's year. That's going to be close, though. It is. It'll be. I think. I think. Mark it down. We're going to be uh, watching this very closely now. Yeah, that one's now be that we've noticed how list. close it is. We will definitely be watching that more often. And he also is at eight and a half sacks from being second all time. Oh Correct? yeah, you're right. Um, seven. Well, yes, se- eight. Yeah, but I was just saying in general, he's at eight and a half sacks for the season right now, and that he's means seven he's sacks away from being second all time. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's at eight and a half for the season, which puts him uh, at ranked uh, right below number nine uh, for just the single season of nine and a half. So he could easily by the end of the season be a top ten 
uh, guy for a season in sex? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. God, now I'm just going to continue. I, was, <laughs> I agree, though. I was I, just go saying, Bucks, I was just saying I go Bucks. I didn't mean to end the show. No. <laughs> Dustin looked at me like, what? Go Bucks. No, it, it is. Shout out to the Bucks. Uh, it's been awesome uh, looking at this and just kind of taking it back. Like we've, like we've acknowledged how great this team has been, but just to look at it even more and really to see how great we are and how we have three guys that will go down the record Are books. there punting stats on there? I, I want it, there is not, but I bet Drew Christmas would Drew be Christmas probably for average punting. All time and something. He has to be. Mm-hmm. Best punter. Maybe we'll have to do some research on that for next week. Best punter the east of the Mississippi has ever seen. <laughs> True. All right, well, do you have any other comments in general? No, I just uh, – it's it, this year has been magical so far, really. I, yes, mean, it, I, I agree. It has been more than I could have ever expected out of a senior year. I mean, they are just absolutely killing it mm-hmm. every single game and just proving people wrong. And now national media is starting to hype or hop on the on the Buckeyes hype train. Yeah. And I don't know if I love that or not. I, I kind of like it if you're not with us from the beginning, don't be with us. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last after the Nebraska game. They were kind of playing with the chip on the shoulder. Right. If Was it just me or did they kind of lose that chip in this game? They kind of didn't. Didn't seem to want it as much as Michigan State did sometimes. Uh, yeah, they, just, they were just the better team, but they didn't play. I didn't feel like they played as hard sometimes. Right, and and but D'Antonio always does that. You know, he mm. always gets his guys to play Ohio State pretty tough. I That's think. true. Not I mean, necessarily good, but like they'll play them tough. Two of the last three times that we've played them at uh, at are at the shoe, they've beaten us. Right, and now it's two out of the past four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just. We'll see. I think uh, our next game is going to be a really big test against Northwest Northwestern just because eh, maybe not Northwestern as much. They played Wisconsin really closely. Right. But I think it was just a battle of two really good defenses and two really bad offenses. Right. Because it wasn't until, like, even at the end of the game, like, North Wisconsin kind of went off with uh, – Took the game away at towards the end, but it wasn't even because their offense. Like they're just their defense had two pick sixes, I think. So yeah. I think that would be an interesting test. Uh, it's a Friday game at eight thirty, so we'll talk about that again. Uh, we'll try to get that one recorded a little bit earlier, so yep. that way it's out before the game day. Um, so yes, that's huge. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so it's a it's a weird being on Friday night, but hopefully it's still a good game. I um, think it will be. Mm-hmm. I think it, for us, for us as in, not them. we can still beat them pretty well. But I hope it's entertaining. And then after that is Wisconsin. Dun Correct? dun dun. Yep. Nice, nice. That that will be awesome. Then we come back with Maryland. We have a. I think we have a week off after Maryland. We have November ninth. Mm-hmm. Penn State. Mm-hmm. Michigan. Yep. So the rest of our schedule is turning out to be only three home games left. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Penn State will be a lot of fun, though, I mm-hmm. think. We probably have, I think we have one more away game, then, that means. Northwestern and then Rutgers. And Michigan. Oh, and then we play Rutgers. Rutgers, yeah. yeah. Rutgers is probably after Maryland, because I know Penn State and Michigan are back-to-back, aren't they? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. We go Penn State to Michigan. So it's Wisconsin. So we got Northwestern, uh, Wisconsin, Maryland, Rutgers. I think Rutgers might be first. Okay, so Rutgers, because, Maryland. Because Ruck- Maryland's November 9th. Gotcha, okay. So I, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll get to it when we get to it, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, there, that's what it is. Um, it's been great. I mean, really I'm just has. really hoping to see uh, only better things as it goes. 
I mean, no stopping now. That's for sure. No stopping now. We're we're really, really, really just pushing for that CFP spot. I'm all I can hope from this week is just to get better. Yeah, hopefully we don't lose the bye week. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean that's like one thing that Urban Meyer was always great at was I think he was like undefeated after the bye week except. Maybe I think maybe he was Purdue after the bye week. I think that might have been like the one thing that because that was like a big deal. I remember talking about that, but maybe not. I don't know. But in general, Urban was great after the bye week. So I guess it's just kind of sh- is going to show how great Ryan Day is from this first time. Another test for Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. Another test. I think he'll pass it. Definitely, especially with Northwestern off of the bye week and everything. I think it's it's setting up now up for some success. Right. I think our schedule is favorable. I'm really excited for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Got anything else? That's it. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.